0: Hey, welcome to Fast Forward Your Entrepreneur Journey with me, Evie Yong. Every week, we share with you how you are able to reach your next level, impact your life and for others, and break out of your comfort zone, and scale your business to Fast Forward in your Entrepreneur Journey. Stay tuned. Hey, Fast Forwarders. So, thank you for tuning in again. So, I have with me a guest. Her name is Shelby Foran. So she's a Facebook and Instagram ad expert, creators of Fanperial Ad Academy, lovers of uh, Verity TV and the founder and CEO of Fanperial Media. She started her company in 2019 after freelancing as a digital marketer for years. So she has grown the company to multiple six figures in the first two years and is passionate about serving clients, teaching about advertisement, like, you know, the app and also encouraging her team. So welcome, Shelby. Thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, I think I still need some more practice uh, yeah, on introducing, uh, introducing guests. And yes, thank you for coming and waiting for me. I know I'm a bit late, but thanks so much for your patience. And you are so nice. Thank
1: you so much. <laughs> thank you for having me. It's my honor. It's my honor to be here. Thank you.
0: Okay, so maybe would you like to share like before starting this company? I, I really love the name. Uh like it's like for female, buyer, uh, entrepreneur, like women's rule the world, that kind of thing. Like it's very oh my god, I love it so much. Like film Thank you. <laughs> yes, I, I love the how you name it and maybe you want to share like before um what makes you start up this um company?
1: Yeah. So I started my business, um, f- like, I, like you said, freelancing. So I was offering a lot of social media management, which included advertising at the time, to a lot of restaurants, doctor's offices, salons, um, day spas. That's the kind of businesses that I worked with. So a lot of brick and mortar businesses um, to start off with. And I loved it, but I soon found out that I really, really loved advertising. So um, I guess in 2019, I realized like I can actually make this a a business and I can create an agency. And so that's exactly what I did. I mapped out what I wanted my business to look like, and I started to create that and then Um, soon realizing that social media management was not what I wanted to offer. I really wanted to focus in on advertising. I'd been providing it to clients already. So um, I just stopped taking social media management clients and started only doing advertising for Facebook and Instagram. And then when COVID hit, right, everybody like everyone has a story about that, right? Um, When COVID hit, I ended up losing all my clients at the time because I was working primarily with um, brick and mortar businesses. So I had, I think I actually, so because I worked with brick and mortar businesses, they were really affected by COVID. And so they had to shut their doors here in the U.S. A lot of those businesses weren't able to take on new patients or clients. And so they stopped advertising. And because of that, I lost them. And uh, like two months later, of course, many of them came back because things started to pick up a little bit. Um, and kind of the un- we, uh, the unknown subsided a little bit, right? We kind of understood that this was going to be a little bit, uh, we kind of got an idea of what this was all going to look like. Um, but then I just started really kind of going after online business owners because I knew that as COVID happened, people were shifting online. And so I started networking with a lot of online business owners, coaches, course creators, and built my business back up. So that's kind of like the story of the last couple of years oh yes
0: so cool so you find ways to pivot back like you need to you need to change your business model you can't like keep doing the same thing anymore so I think I think you I think you, when you help like business owner to do advertisement is like it's a win-win situation it's like you're mm-hmm. bringing them more clients and also like helping them to feed their family you know the business move yeah. so now uh, like when you say like COVID hit then all the you know physical store they close down some even cannot even reopen because of financial issue or whatever thing. Yeah, so many things have, have, have happened. And you put yeah. yourself uh, to, help, to help the online uh, entrepreneur, like the online businesses, like everyone start to change to the to online model. So uh, it's good that you didn't give up. It's good that you you try to find ways to fix the situation in front of you. Yes. Yeah. So how has it been? Like after changing the business model and helping more cultures, you know, which one you love most
1: on find out. Yeah, so it was interesting because like you said, I mean, we just, we figured out where the attention was going and that's where we focused in on and like helping those businesses really scale and grow quickly with ads. Um, And because of that, our business exploded. So we did like the second half of last year, Our business literally, it just like exploded. It increased so much because um, I think more and more people realized the importance of being online and the businesses that were online were like, oh crap, I have to now, like I need to be more visible. I need to get out there more because now all of everybody is going online, right? So um, yeah, like our business did really well and we've been able to help a lot of businesses pivot as well, and also increase their visibility sales and scale their businesses quicker with advertising. So like you said, it's like a win-win situation. So it's been, it's been really cool to see, you know, our business succeed so, so much and so quickly, but also being able to see my clients' businesses succeed so quickly. Like that's so rewarding.
0: Yes, so cool. I remember when I first started like learning um marketing and s- some online courses and seminar, I first come about Facebook marketing. Then I'm like, oh my god, Facebook marketing is like so cool. <laughs> then I spent lots of money to learn that. And I also yes. help a few like, you know, business owners, like um how to say, like counsellor, uh, different kinda, uh, yeah. So then I'm like, hey, I'm able to help them and and I was so able to help myself but after that I f- I fell in love with coaching so I love to coach people like to how they set up their online coaching business so I teach them from scratch so I pivot myself because uh I do love helping people but I need to find out what is my real passion so I really love helping people who are like new startup they do not mm-hmm. know what they're good at so like I just help them to figure out what's their passion and everything and just start their coaching business. So. Yes. So uh, I understand like uh, before doing all this, like the agency, the freelancer, the advertising for businesses, what I, uh, before that, what are you doing actually?
1: Yeah. So I was going to school to be a speech pathologist. So I was in university studying that. Um, and I was also a mom of two little kids girls. So I had two toddlers at home. So I had, a, or I had a baby and a toddler and then I had two toddlers, right? Cause they grow up. But, um, so life was still really busy for me. And what I figured out within like a couple of years was that I needed some side income to just be able to pay for school and not have to take out so many student loans And I always have been somebody who like, who has started businesses. So my parents were entrepreneurs and, um, I was literally the kid that kind of like a born entrepreneur. Like I would make pens and I would sell them to doctor's offices. When I was a kid, I'd go into doctor's offices and be like, Hey, here's these cute pens I made. And like, they would buy them. Um, I would sell like Barbies and toys that I like would paint or like make over. I would sell them to kids in the neighborhood. I had lemonade stands. Like I was, I always was doing something. And so it was no different. I was going to university, but I still was like feeling unfulfilled. And so that's how I kind of started freelancing um, to make some extra money. And then I realized, oh, I can make more money doing this. And I actually enjoy it more than, um, what I'm going to school for. So I ended up dropping out of university to be a full-time entrepreneur and haven't really looked back since. And, you know, it has obviously worked out from in my favor, (laughs)
0: Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, so you haven't worked in any job or oh, You just started, you just dropped out of university and started this company. Like, I mean, you start out as a freelancer. Then after that, you set up like an agency and you train more staff under you to help more businesses.
1: Because, exactly.
0: Yeah. Everything goes so fast, right? Like, so what are the setbacks that you face uh, along the way when you try to build your, you know, company or when you are a freelancer?
1: The setbacks. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, there's so (laughs) there's so many, right? Like right now, um, and I'm pretty like open about this too. As I have scaled my business and I have learned talking to other entrepreneurs that are in like a big growth, like a quick rapid growth. Okay. When you're in like rapid growth as a company, um, There's a lot of team building that, like, you need to bring on team members, and then you're kind of catapulted into this leadership role. So, learning all of that skill set, and also the mindset that goes along with that, because all of a sudden it goes from you to now a team, and you know, having your mindset. I feel like as you level up in business. You're, you come kind of face to face with these beliefs that you had that you didn't really understand or realize that were there. So a lot of mindset stuff, um, you know, there's all kinds of stuff that kind of happens team building, um, um, sorry, um, (laughs) team building and also systems and processes as you build your business there has to be automation, a lot of automation that has to be created so that you're as effective as possible. So, you know, all those kind of things. Um, And I think my story is a lot like a lot of businesses and that, you know, there was every reason for me last year when COVID hit, like when I lost all my clients, I could have been like, oh, well, this didn't work. And I could have gone back to school. Um, But I was like, nope. We're going to make it work. And I just know that I think if you're going to be successful, you have to have a belief in yourself and you need to constantly be working on that belief in yourself. So at the end of the day, I could lose it all, but I believe in myself more than anything in the world. So if I fail, which is inevitable because we all fail all the time and it's about learning from those mistakes. And if you're not failing, you're not trying. So you need to be taking action if you're not failing, right? Um, But if I fail, I know that at the end of the day, I'm going to get up, dust myself off and go back into the battlefield and make it happen. I'm going to go get more clients. I'm going to grow my business. I'm going to make it work. And so I think just like anybody, like a lot of people in COVID, I could have, Stopped, but instead, I was like, you said, pivoting. Like, I was like, okay, well, where's the attention going? What do I need to do to adjust, to adapt? Because we are in a period of time when you have to adapt quickly. Like, technology is constantly changing, things are moving and shaking and shifting. And I think we have to constantly have our ear to those things and understand that if we're set in our ways, you could be uh, lapped. By a competitor, if you're not adjusting and adapting to new things.
0: Oh yes, so true. Like uh, you say about believing in yourself, which is so true. Like because a lot of us like spend time doubting ourselves. So I just did a Facebook Live um few days back. If you spend time doubting yourself, why not you spend the time to work on yourself, to practice, to keep doing and keep taking action. I think that's more worth uh, time well spent, right? Instead of just spending time, oh my god, I'm not good enough. Oh my god, I think I cannot. Yeah. Oh, I, I think I think I fail already. Uh, why not just go back the usual way? Yeah. So yeah. Why not spend the time read more book? Okay, learn from people. Like you know, reach out to people. You know, like different kind of things. that you can do instead of just spending your time feeling sorry for yourself and pitying yourself. Like oh, it didn't work out. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah, so true. I was curious. Like, do you, uh, because you have like your school friends, right? So, do you like tell them that want to like ha- ask them to start a business with you, or, or what happened, like with your school friends or friends, or family? Yeah.
1: So when I was in school, I was, uh, I took almost I took all online classes. So, um, I actually didn't really have any school friends. And because I was a mom, you know, I had little kids. I just, I didn't like, I was a little bit older as well. So I didn't have school friends. Um, So it was just something I did kind of on my own in this on like as a side, like a little side hustle until it became profitable. And then I was like, hey, I can make, I can, if I put more attention into this, it can grow, right? Now, uh, the business has grown so much that I've been able to retire like my spouse and bring him into the business. So now he works with me. Um, so he is no longer like he would he was managing restaurants and he'd been in that industry for like many, many, many years. And so we were able to retire him from that industry and he now works with me and, obviously having a lot more flexibility. Right. But other than that, like it is, um, we don't have any like friends or family that work for us. Um, it's, we just, I have found really amazing team members, um, as I have built my business and, and I think I've gotten really blessed in that way. So we have like a really solid team now that I just could not love more. Oh my
0: God. Okay. Maybe can you share more about maybe people who are build, uh, scaling your business and need team members? So what are the, how do you find them and what kind of like training, like how you train them and how you find them? like? That's people- a great question. Yeah.
1: So, okay. I have kissed a lot of frogs. <laughs> I have hired a lot of people and it didn't work out. So I kind of now understand understand like, okay, this is why it didn't work out. And, and this is why, and this is now how it's different. So before I, um, didn't, I just, I didn't vet people out enough. So what I really recommend that you do is make a good list of what tasks that take up a lot of your time that don't generate income. I think your first hires need to be people who are um who can help with certain tasks that are income generating meaning like not taking sales calls for you not you know those types of things so think about things that that could free up if you gave them away to somebody it's something that you maybe you don't enjoy doing but needs to get done um think about those tasks and make a list And then get somebody in your business, whether that's a virtual assistant or, um, and I think for a lot of people that's like their first hire is like a VA, somebody who can help with those tasks so that you are freed up to then go work on the tasks that generate income and produce income for your business. Okay. So make a list of that. And then find somebody who is proficient at those tasks. So what I found also was, um, hiring before you actually need the help. Okay. And this is where a lot of mindset work comes into play. And again, we go back to that, the belief in yourself, right? Cause it's scary to hire somebody before you're ready, but you have to do it so that you can grow. Okay. So right before you're actually, cause there is gonna come a time when you're like, oh my gosh, I need this help yesterday. Like I needed it yesterday, I need it right now. You don't wanna wait till then to hire somebody because then you don't have the time and energy to put into training them how you want things done and how your business operates. And so that is why you need to hire them before. So what I recommend is like offering the position up to somebody who's good at those tasks and letting them know like hey we're gonna have like maybe a um a month or two months or three month trial run where you are in a training period right and so i'm going to teach you how to do all of these things the way i want them to be done or how i i'm going to teach you my systems and processes and once we get to that point then we're going to increase your rate. Then we're going to do this. And then you're going to step fully into this role. And the goal is for you in three months to be um, operating at full capacity or to be able to take on these tasks, right? And setting that expectation up front and being like, "Hey, during this like training period, this is what we're going to be doing. But by this month, you're going to be your rate is going to be increased. I'm going to pay you more and you'll have more responsibility. I won't have to be looking over your shoulder for everything. I won't have to be kind of, you know, doing everything with you. So give yourself that room to also grow with somebody and having someone grow with you, right? I think it's better to kind of allow someone to grow with you than to like, just keep hiring new people, um, you know, I would rather have somebody with me longer because I think that that's really good for just culture. And then somebody really knows the inside and outside of your business um, and it works really well. So yeah, I think making a list, setting that expectation and then asking the right questions. And so I had an interview process that I go, so what I do is um, I'll put an application out there people fill it out. And then I have certain questions that I ask strategically because it tells me something important about that role. And I also have for different roles. I know that different types of personalities are needed for those roles. So for instance, I have a project management role in my business right now. So it's somebody who I know has to be a task oriented person. They like to accomplish tasks. There are people like that, that like to see a list and they like to cross it off and do the things. I'm an idea person. Okay. I like to come up with the ideas and then verbally say it out loud. And then I want people to just like, go do it. And then, you know, that's, how I operate. But then I have people on my team who love to do that. Like they love to make the list and then go get it done. And I think that works really well for us. So know what kind of person you are. Um, and, and then make sure for the roles that you're hiring for that, you know, what kind of personality you need, and then ask questions to identify if that person is like, um, a detail-oriented person. Like, if that's what your job description really requires, ask questions to see if that person is detail-oriented or likes to accomplish tasks. Or if they're going to work with people, are they personable? How would they? How would they respond to maybe somebody um, being unhappy with your service, or you know, or a bad email? How would they respond? Asking questions will indicate. If they are a good fit for you, right? And at the end of the day, um, you know, you just have to pick what's going to be best for your personality and your business and your needs. So yeah, I hope that was yes. answered your question.
0: Yeah, so good. Like you asked about detail, uh, like you need a project manager who will uh, fulfill their tasks. And definitely mm. I'm not the, I cannot... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that's I'm not very my project manager is like that she loves to do that she likes to create systems and processes and follow up with things And like that's her gift and that is not mine which is why she's
0: doing it so good so good I think I need that kind of person So, like because I'm the kind like if I have this idea I will need someone to help me get it done because I don't I I'm not skill in everything I only skill in the things that I'm good at so and it's so true, like hire before you're ready because like you need time to build a relationship together and like they need to know your style of working. Then, and yes, definitely find someone to work with you longer. So I think, I, I, uh, yeah, I think- There's then- a
1: really great quiz that you can take. It's called go to workinggenius.com and take the quiz. It is so worth it. And I would, if you have team members or you have somebody who you would like to hire, um, have them take that quiz as well. It's like a really quick little test. It takes them maybe like 10 minutes and it will give you so much information about how people like work and what they like to do and what they're, what they're gifted at and what they're not gifted at. And that way you can really place them in roles that they will thrive in and that they enjoy because we're all so different. And I think a lot of times what we do is we say, and I certainly was like this, I am this kind of way. So I always felt bad giving people lists of things to do or telling them, Hey, go do all of, you know, this list of stuff I need to get done. Like I felt bad giving them that. And then I was like, cause I don't like to do that. So I don't work that way. Well, right. Like, obviously I make lists. I am a list maker, but I felt bad, like being like, here's all the stuff I don't want to do now. Go do it. But there's people that like that. I learned. And so then I was like, oh my gosh. So now I think about that when I'm hiring for roles or when I have tasks that need to be done and I have an existing team and I'm like, who could pick up this task? and or who would enjoy doing this project or this thing and then I'm like oh you know who would really actually enjoy this it would be this person and then it's like I'm giving them something to do that I think that they would actually enjoy doing and that like helps me immensely with just like being able to like outsource tasks and things and projects that need to get done
0: oh yes like so fun so do you do like a daily meeting or I, I know like your um uh assistant or your staff are working all around the world online so do you have like a meeting makeup like every day or is like a weekly meeting virtually
1: so we have uh four of us like core uh team so these are people that are they work in the business myself included in one of those right um, and we have a meeting on Mondays and then my other, uh, my project manager, we meet twice a week right now. So, and that's just to make sure that stuff gets done and that if there's any projects, we don't, nothing gets missed. So we meet twice a week and the rest of us meet for an hour on Mondays. Um, and then we have a quarterly planning session. So we just had our quarterly planning session last week. And I came up with a presentation of like, hey, here's our goals. Here's kind of our focus points. This is what we're gonna really focus on for this quarter. And that's like building processes and systems. And that's making our, uh, we have a 12 month program that we offer, like making that so juicy and incredible and like figuring out ways that we can make it better. And then the third, um, you know, our third core, like, focus point was just growing our agency clients. So those are like our three things. And then we have obviously revenue target and things like that. And I broke that down. Like, here's how much we need to sell for this. Here's how much we need to sell for this. Um, and that way we can all be on the same page and we know what we're working towards. If we all have a common goal, then it's easy to look over and see, oh, this is what we're, this is the the finish line, right? And so like we're moving all in the same direction and not like split off every w- which way, figuring out what we're doing. Like at the end of the day, we have three core things that we are focused on. So when people are like, hey, what should we be doing this week? Or what should we um what are we working on? Like we're working on one of those three things, like always. Right. So I recommend doing that with teams, having that kind of planning session and allowing other people to come up with ideas and you don't have to use the ideas, but allowing people to have ownership over their roles and, um, and, part of the business too, because you want them enrolled in the dream and the goal, because ultimately in order for you to create something that's going to keep moving up and forward, you have to have the momentum of a team behind you. You're not going to be able to pull that, that thing by yourself. You need the team to help you to enroll in your vision with you in order to get there. So I think meetings are super important. And then some roles may require more meetings. And as you are training somebody or promoting them to a new role, it will require more of your time so that you can make sure that you are preparing them well for that new role. So, allowing, you know, blocking off time in your schedule to be able to meet with them more to make sure that they are clear about what they're supposed to be doing. And that may require um, a, several months for you. Well,
0: I, I like like how you say everything and how you treat your I I can imagine how you treat your stuff like really really well and you let them to explore you let them to grow you let them to you know have ideas and and grow together. I, I think you have a really good personality, like not those bossy <laughs> kind of people. Like okay, you need to do this. I don't care how you do it, just do it. Then like you know, so I'm yeah, like yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm curious, what is your horoscope? Um, I, I know it's out of topic, but I'm very curious.
1: What so your- I am, all the things that I know, I'm an Aquarius. I am an Enneagram 7, if you're into Enneagram. So I am a fast mover. I make fast decisions. But I'm like, let's have fun along the way. <laughs> so, you know, my team is like, they you know, an impromptu dance session is not out of the question. Um, so, you know, we do like to have a lot of fun too. So there's that. And then, um, it's important for me, for everybody to enjoy what they do. Like if they're not enjoying it, I feel that energy and I don't want that on them. Like, that's how I feel about it. Like, I just don't want them to feel, um, bad energy. So yeah, and then if you follow Myers-Briggs, I'm an ENFJ. Wow, oh, so deep, Oh my God. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, thank you so much for sharing. I, just, I know it's off topic, but I'm like curious why it's your personality because like I'm late and you didn't get angry. I mean, like personality is like so nice and you are very understanding. And I'm, even though I just met you today, but I think the energy is like right. Like I feel the energy is like so nice, like very warm kind of feeling. Thank you. <laughs> So, um, so like, um, okay, maybe you want to share like anything, any like advice for entrepreneur coaches that, or maybe someone who also want to start their own agency, what are the things that they need to take note of? And like, uh,
1: yeah, I'm not yes. sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So any agency or business that's growing, scaling, or you're wanting to grow and scale, and you know that you're going to need to hire a team eventually um my best advice is to i i was told this advice and so now i'm like ooh this is good um hire slowly fire quickly and i am the type of person that normally would not fire quickly cuz i would be like oh i could make it work i'll just train them but listen I have, and this, and I've skipped a lot of the story of hiring a lot of people who were not good fits and paying the money and like not even, like them not even showing up, them not doing their job, um, them trying to steal my ideas and start their own business. Like that has all happened to me. And so, you know, my advice is to really take your time in hiring the right person. But even further than that, be intentional about what you're hiring for and the type of person it's going to require to fulfill those, that job, that role in your business. And, um, I think we all can think of people that you've worked with in the past that you did not like, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think we tend to be like, oh, maybe it's, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with, yeah, there's nothing wrong with not liking certain types of people because it's just, it's not that they're bad or that you're bad. It's not about good or bad. It's about your personalities are just not well, you know, meshed together and they just don't coincide well. And that's okay. It's okay not to like certain types of people. Um, personalities, I should say, not people, but like personalities, it's okay to not get along well or work well with certain types of personalities. Like, as you can probably tell, I don't work with really pessimistic people. So anybody who's like, takes a long time to make decisions or, um, or who is like very, uh, negative, um, there are people who are just more negative people naturally that's, those are not my people. So I weed those people out quickly because I know we are not that type of a business and I don't want to be around those types of people. So figure out that, like it, figure out what you like and think about impl- like other team members that you've worked with in the past in in other roles and other jobs and figure out like what kind of people you like to work with that you got things done with that made you excited to work and the types of people that you didn't enjoy working with. Maybe their personality was different than yours and um, kind of just do that like deep research for yourself. Do a lot of thought in that and um, be intentional about who you're bringing on. Um, and then just for all entrepreneurs, I will say that you're going to fail a lot and don't be scared of failure because failure is literally what makes people successful. Like you cannot be successful without a lot of failure and something I was told a long time ago that has stuck with me so clearly is that the most successful people have failed more times than you have that's the difference. And the difference is they don't let it keep them down. They get back up and they learn, "Hey, why did I fail? What could I what could I do differently next time?" And the the goal should always be that when you fail, you get up as quickly as possible. Don't stay down too long, right? A lot of people stay down too long. They question things too long. Get up. Get your butt up and go again. And like the you got to get in the ring like to use a boxing analogy right? Like you got to get in the ring take a few punches to realize oh okay this is how i gotta sway this is how i gotta go and what works and what doesn't and don't let things keep you down just get back up and keep going okay that,
0: that's good advice i think like not everyone can do it but I think when you say get up and go, I think people will wake up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think everyone needs someone to support them behind. I think your husband is a good, um, I can say is a good supporting um, partner that yeah, when you sincere. are down, he's always there to bring you up again. I think everyone needs someone like this in order to have a successful business. I believe so. Like, we always have someone behind to catch us when we fall and that's why we get up fast enough to move forward so and I also feel that you are a very spiritual person like yes you, you just feel things and you know things and you just take action like you just follow whatever purpose that you have in front of you whatever things that you feel that you need to do to be done you will do it so that's why you are so successful now I believe so Yes, because I think I've been to like different lessons or different learnings like about spiritual path. They just say if you have this knowing, you have these like downloads, and if you take action, everything will just like the the next step will appear in front of you. Then you know what to take. So I think it's not about the strategy, but about the inner knowing and you just trusting it and just taking action. I'm not sure. Maybe you can share more about this.
1: I think it's both. I think it's like it's the woo and the work, right? Like you, like, but I, I'm not, so I am definitely spiritual. Um, but there it's both it's strategy. And like, does that strategy feel good to me? If it doesn't, if I feel resistance around it, then why do I feel resistance around it? Is it because it's uncomfortable for me because it's something I've never done or does it feel, weird to me because it's something i actually don't feel is right and i think there's a difference some people confuse that i feel like you have to ask yourself those questions and then as far as like the support i love that and for me i have to also be intentional about that it's not that like i'm surrounded by people that just like always believe in me i mean i don't have a, like that's not necessarily the case but I'm intentional. And this is why it's important for people to have like someone like you, like a coach in your corner, who's going to help you be like, get up, you know? And I've paid money. I always have a coach now. Like I never will not have a coach because it's that important to me to have somebody who's going to be like, get up, keep moving. I've been where you're at. It's trust me. This isn't as scary as you think it is. Because if you can find people who are further along the path as than you are, that are where you're wanting to go, um, that have already been where you are. They can tell you, like, hey, this is how the path looks, and you know, this is what to expect. And yeah, it's gonna suck, and yeah, you are gonna fall, but you know, it's not as scary as you think it is. I think the unknown to all of us is is scary, right? Because we don't know what to expect. But if you can find somebody who's like been there, done that, I know, I wrote the map, I drew it out for you, then it's a lot easier. Um, And then we can just follow in their footsteps so that we miss all of the pitfalls, right? That's what a coach is great for is them giving you the blueprint really so that you make less mistakes and you can get to the end destination quicker. So be intentional about that. Even if you don't have a supportive spouse or a supportive family member in your corner, it's, you can still be just as successful more successful than the next person be intentional though about who you may have to hire somebody and that's what I've done and I think the most successful people have coaches by the way Yes. Um, hire somebody (laughs) that's gonna help
0: you yes oh yes the right coaches is very important also I yeah, think we're not, sure. we're not going to this for this uh section like yeah it's so true so actually I was curious like you now having a team to build like businesses for other people like do advertisement are you thinking of you know teaching people how to set up their own agency I'm not sure yeah like
1: is this no next,
0: next mission or next
1: business I don't I don't know I don't think so I mean I'm still like, I feel like I'm still learning so much about building a team. So, and I know, I just, I don't feel like I'm an expert in it in any way. So, um, but I am passionate about teaching business owners how to scale their businesses quicker um, and how to grow them quicker. So I think in the future, like we've talked about um having some sort of maybe like mastermind or something for business owners um that can kind of like sit in and really learn like what it what it takes and and what we did and kind of follow in, in that footstep. But um, you know, we have ads academy, so we teach entrepreneurs how to do their own ads and we certainly we do ads for a lot of entrepreneurs, but I don't know, like I mean, I think that there's could be a lot of options here. I don't feel like I'm an expert in team building yet. Okay, okay, cool. So,
0: uh, maybe I want to ask, like, okay, for our listeners who are you know want to look you out and find you, where can they find you? Like, where do you usually hang out? Is it YouTube, Instagram, Facebook? Yeah, maybe on the chat.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me on the website fempiremedia.com. And that's like where kind of, you can find all the links to everything. And then we also have, um, I'm on Instagram at life with Shelby. I probably hang out there more. I also have a Facebook group that I'm really active in. So I can give you those links for the show notes and then, um, yeah, like Facebook group, Instagram, and then for all the links from
0: Cool, cool. Okay, I will just paste all the links so that uh, our audience who are interested can join your Facebook group, can look you up at Instagram and find you on your website, yes. Thank so, you so much. So do you have like, wait, uh, do you have a
1: freebie for them? I do offer free consults. So if you want to know if you're ready for advertising, or um, if you want to learn how to run ads, feel free to book a consult. So you can go to the website and it's like all over the, the front page. Um, click the button free consult and it will take you to a scheduling link and you can schedule a free half hour session.
0: Okay, cool, cool. Thanks so much for your time. So uh, thank, thank you, you for everything. having yes. me. Yes, so um Yes, have a great... I hope you guys have enjoyed this show and yes, see you again. I mean, meet you again. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Hey, Fast water. thank you for tuning in to this episode. I hope you guys have been enjoying all the episodes uh, for the past one year and it's my one-year anniversary for Fast Forward Your Entrepreneur Journey and as a thank you, gift for supporting my... Um, poka show for so long uh, me and Jema, my friend, my best buddy has just done a, f- a lesson on how you can build your online course or program in 14 days and we'll be giving the free the first lesson for free so if you really want to get the first lesson for free you can just email me or join my Facebook group Impact Lifestyle Entrepreneur I'll paste all the link in the description and so that you can get the the lesson for free so continue to support my channel thank you so much i appreciate you guys so much and i hope you guys enjoy every episode that i have launched and yes i'll continue to bring you more more like episode so that you can fast forward on your entrepreneur journey thank you